Welcome, welcome to Your Rights at Work. Chris Garlock here. Ed Smith is away this week, but we are very fortunate. I said very fortunate indeed to have sister, the one, the only, Elise Bryant is in the house sitting in for Ed. Welcome, Elise. Hey, Chris, what it is. <laughs> what it was, what it shall be. All right, uh, just a second. Hey, We're going to find out what it takes to win the annual Outstanding Ironworkers Apprenticeship Competition. Uh, but first, we want to get a report on the very first um, union Starbucks here in the nation's capital. And to tell us about that, and she's been on here before, Rebecca Hess. She's from Workers United. Rebecca, thanks for uh, so much for joining us. Congratulations. What a great win on P Street. It was awesome. Um, but all the, all the kudos go to the workers. They are amazing. Um, the The... You know, it doesn't matter how much they terrify workers, more and more of these Starbucks workers continue to organize. Um, it's like they just can't be stopped. And it's amazing to see. Two, two things. Uh, um, one is, of course, you know, getting the union vote is great. But as you know, that's just the first step. Then you got to get the contract. Um, so, in fact, uh, the president of the AFL-CIO tweeted congratulations. But, of course, you said now, now, now the Starbucks has got to come to the table. Uh, what's, what's next? Well, um, actually, we are uh, have just proposed dates from the 24th to the 4th to sit down with 21 certified stores in our area. Um, unfortunately, that may not include P Street, but as soon as they're certified, they will be included with those negotiations. Um, the cool thing is that they are um, reading the proposals and being part of the bargaining committee the whole way through their organizing. So they're going to come in already prepared. Um, we tried to get the company to meet with us, you know, centrally in regional areas where we had all the same proposals. Um, they are um, insisting on table to table so far and we'll do tables i'm going to be very busy for <laughs> for two weeks going table to table but if that's what it takes to get a contract that's what we're going to do absolutely uh one final thing before you go um we just got news yesterday about Amazon suspending at least 50 workers. Uh, and I know this isn't Workers United, but these are the folks uh, at the JFK uh, A Fulfillment Center in New York City. Uh, do you want to just let folks know about what happened there, what's going on? Well, um, we do know that Littler, the, the union avoidance law firm that is with Starbucks, just also are representing Apple and Amazon now. So... Um, here's the campaign. You've seen it here first. It will be happening repeatedly over and over again, wherever this law firm is uh, representing um, the employers. Union avoid. On this show, we just call them union busters, Rebecca. It's a, you know. Yeah, well, I, I think it's just hysterical. <laughs> they call themselves union avoidance. Like, give me a break. I know, <laughs> I know. 
Well, Rebecca Hess, uh, thanks so much for the update. Congratulations again. Please let all the folks you know, at, at, at the P Street and all the other folks, you know, we're, we're with them. And uh, once you start getting to the table, we want to have a check-in and see what's going on, see how we can help get the word out. I okay? promise you, more more to come. We will be oh. soon. <laughs> Keep us posted, sister. Take care. Thanks. All right. Take care. Rebecca Hess, she's with Workers United. And as Yay. we mentioned, uh, P Street, P Street. So if you're in the P Street area, stop by, get a cup of coffee and uh, tell them congratulations. At least Brian, any, any uh, comments on that before we move on? Just that it's, the, I, I, a friend of mine is doing that um, with the Starbucks that it's organizing. And what he, what he was, they were going in and doing and saying, is putting their order in as union, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because then they have to call it out. They say, yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love that. All right, before we get to our final guest, I got a text from Joni, our sister Joni, uh, who says, um, what did she say? Oh, she, she wants me to ask you uh, about a clue award from the Amsterdam News. I don't know about this. What's what's up with that? Bless did her you guys, Did you guys you get Joni. an award? <laughs> the uh, um, New York Amsterdam News is one of the oldest Black-owned newspapers uh, in the country, and it is the only organized uh, black-owned newspaper. And uh, I've, 100 and something years they've been publishing. Uh, and so they honored the Coalition of Labor Union Women with an award for um, to the women of color for the uh, work in advancing uh, women and rights in the workplace and in the labor movement. So I uh, took the train to New York and was there to accept the award on behalf of Clueless was my uh, treasurer, our treasurer, Judy Beard, and some of our other officers. Well, congratulations. Lovely, lovely well day. well lovely done. Yeah. Very, very cool. I'll show it to you, but it's it's clear. You can't even read the words because it's one of those clear. Hey, y'all got an award, so you're, you're good to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Chris. All right. Our final guest on Your Rights of Work today, yeah. uh, Nathan Marriage. He's a member of Ironworkers Local 5 uh, right here in the DMV. Uh, Nathan was literally number one in the 2022 Outstanding Ironworkers Apprenticeship Competition. That's where ironworkers, uh, apprentices from across the country get to show off their skills at union competition. Uh, Nathan, thanks so much for joining us. And it looks like you uh, looks like you're in your, your truck with your with your work vest on there. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, Chris. And thank you for having me on today. Well, congratulations, brother. This is, I mean, this is a pretty tough competition, right? I would say so. It was very, very tough. It took a lot of effort and uh, a lot of dedication to get to this point because all these other apprentices that were competing definitely put in a lot of effort, just like I did. And uh, it, it took a lot and it takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice to, to get to that point. So, and I know Elise has a bunch of questions here too. I mean, uh, what, what, what we know about iron work could, could fit in the proverbial film, Nathan. So you're going to have to give us a little bit of an education here. I did see a video of uh, one of your sister apprentices who won the, I don't even know what it was called. She, she, and uh, she uh, beat a guy, I have to say, so more power to it. Uh, you have to know, Elise is president of the Coalition of Labor Union Women. So she, she loves this kind of stuff. But this is a thing where they were, it looked like they were running up an iron post. I don't even know how you, so what was I looking at? We call that the column climb. And that's, that's kind of a traditional thing. You know, we don't do it so much anymore for safety reasons, uh, but it's, it's something that we've continued to do. And it's, it's kind of the, it's the last, 
it's the last hurrah of the competition. It's the last thing everybody can be out and see it all happen, cheer on everybody. And uh, it's, a, it's a great display of effort because you see people struggle up the column and it's really inspiring to, to witness. I, I thought, man, I could get about maybe three feet off of that thing. It, it looked easy the way they were doing it, but I was like, I think that might be harder than it looks. Yeah, a lot, a lot of skill, a lot of technique, and a lot of strength. Skill, technique, and strength. All right, the three things. All right, tell us some about the things uh, that, that you excelled at and, and uh, just to sort of explain it so a layman like ourselves can understand it. Sure, of course. So there's, there's seven topics in the competition. There's one that's a, a written, written test, which is based off of all the, all the different aspects of, of our trade, which is anywhere from uh, tine rebar, which is concrete reinforcement, there's structural steel, which is what, what you're talking about is climbing up that column. There's, uh, there's torch cutting with uh, oxyacetylene torch. There's welding. There is uh, instrument layout, which that's where you shoot elevation. Um, what else is there? There's rigging. So that's tying knots. You have to know a possible amount of 26 different knots. Um, and that's that's it all all together. Oh, also window unit, which is considered the architectural and ornamental aspect of ironwork. So we do all those, and and uh, the test is it's a three day process. So it was a very stressful three days, and a lot of studying involved with the written test, and, and a lot of practice in all these different aspects. And for welding, especially, you know, it takes a whole career to be to become a professional welder. So, you know. The, our apprenticeship program is, is four years long, so it takes a lot of practice to, to become proficient and to, to be competitive in this. Elise? Yeah, I'm just thinking like people don't realize that ironwork is like the skeletal system of a building. It's what holds the building up. I mean, without it, it'd just be crumbling bricks and whatnot. Uh, yeah, so, so did you ever think that when you started this that you think you'd be the winner? Were you like, I got this? <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just wanted to participate and I just, mm. I saw it as if I'm practicing for this, I'm going to get better. And that's, that's how I looked at it this whole time. Even if I came in last place, I was still ahead than if I never have done it at all. And I can't believe that I, I won this because the whole, the whole process, you know, we, we went through the, the welding and burning uh, process of the competition. And I, I kind of glanced at some of the other projects that the other competitors had and I saw the welds and I saw I saw the quality that they're putting out and I just I looked at that and I just thought these are these are some quality iron workers these are real top-notch iron workers and it hit me wait a minute I'm one of them I'm a part of them <laughs> I was looking up to everybody this entire time because it's a very very big group of professional people mm -hmm. and people don't hear that People don't hear that in the general public. They don't know that the pride and the quality of work that you do, that you put into it, that that it didn't matter when in contest, you just you knew you'd be better for it. Now, oh, thank you, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, you, know, you. You were listening, I think, to our earlier conversation about, you know, these crazy amounts of, of, of money. And, and I was thinking about that, you know, in terms of the kind of highly skilled trade that that you're in. Where you know, if you make a good weld, they don't be like you know. I I, I mean, I could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not thinking you get a big bonus in your check for that extra that excellent weld, do you? No, not necessarily. You know, <laughs> we, we have a scale, 
and you know we're we're paid to what the project labor agreement and on what our contract you know dictates and um you know that's that's kind of how it is and really you get paid through hours if if you're a good worker you stay employed and work will find you you don't need to go out and find work hmm gotcha thank you brother so it's interesting. So when you say in terms of hours, like most people think about, you know, that you got like a nine to five or eight to four, we know that people have hours that they work, but it's, it's, it's different uh, in, in your trade. Can you tell people about what, what's involved in that when you're talking about hours? Well, we're dealing with the elements. So there, there's, you know, a lot of times in the wintertime or when it's raining, we can't work. And, you know, if you become more skilled in different aspects of the trade, then you have more abilities to take on other tasks instead of just, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a guy that works outside. If it's raining, I can't work. You know, maybe I can go inside and, and, and complete a task. So that's why these seven different topics in the competition kind of highlight all of that. And to, to be proficient in all of them is very beneficial. Yeah, and one of the things that I've always been amazed as I've, you know, I've, I've gone around to the different apprenticeship programs is, you know, I always sort of assumed, and I think when people, the general public see, you know, if workers in the trades, they just see, generally see you out on the job, you know, on a building site, right? And they don't realize how much, I don't know if you call it book learning, but there's a, there's a behind the actual work in the field, there's a lot of other stuff you need to know, right? Absolutely. There's a lot of safety training. The whole first year of the apprenticeship program is, is just safety training to get OSHA certified, uh, you know, forklift and man lift, uh, fire watch, this, all these different aspects because the job site is dangerous. And from, from my position and from all of our, our positions, when, we're, when we see non-union iron workers and we see the, the type of work they're doing and the type of work that the, the companies are putting these guys into, it, you see some things that it's just, it blows your mind. And, you know, we do our best to try to educate everybody you know, we're all, we're all trying to collect a paycheck for our families. And, uh, you know, we do our best to, to allow everybody to be safe. Number one, job one, safety. Thank you. Uh, just uh, one or two other questions, Nathan, I'll let you uh, get back, get back to you. I'm feeling a little bad because I, I know how, how it is with it, you know, being on the job there. And y'all start really early too. Start, start like six, seven o'clock in the morning. Is that still right? It, it really depends anywhere from three in the morning to oh my seven God. in the morning. So it really depends. Oh, <laughs> wow. You do not want me at work at three in the morning, brother. <laughs> I tell you, what. Uh, Nathan, just a question or two before we let you get back uh, on, on the job. You were talking about a four year apprenticeship program. Um, so just remind folks of how that works when you, you come in. I mean, first of all, you have to apply to be apprentice, right? I mean, and, and I, I assume, I think they're fairly, uh, selective about who gets into the program, right? Yeah, well, you, you come in and you take a written test. And well, I, I suppose you do an application first and you take a written test. And then if you if you pass the written test, which is just kind of uh, safety oriented and uh, maybe just a little bit of math. Once you pass that, you come in for a physical agilities test. And that really just kind of showcases are, are you able to have a decent balance? Say we walk on steel at heights. Uh, do you, are you scared of heights? Can you put a ladder up? Can you climb up a ladder? Can you pick up something 50 pounds? Can you carry it upstairs? So it's, it's kind of basic stuff. And um, once, you, once you get in, 
which uh, currently we have in our local five, we have, I believe, uh, about 150 apprentices. And two times a year, you go to school. So two semesters in the year and you go to school for two weeks at a time. Uh, they pay a stipend of $100 a day to kind of offset uh, being out of work. And so you have to take off work to go to school. And then after that, your, your semester is done and you do four years of that. And after that, you can journey out and you're, you're a journeyman iron worker. But during this apprenticeship, you learn so much about all the aspects of the trade. And that's what's really important with, uh, you know, the work that's going on. There's a lot of work and there's a lot of things that need to be built, a lot of bridges that need to be rebuilt. So it's really hopeful that project labor agreements can be signed and these projects keep coming because it's really important for union apprenticeships to, to be on these jobs because we are highly skilled, we are very safe, and we try to get the job done under budget, ahead of schedule, and we really care about the quality of work. We're extremely prideful of what we do. Uh, Nathan, I, I think uh, you, you've done not only yourself uh, proud, but uh, you know your local, local five here in DC. It's a very old local, one of the oldest, you know, ironworkers locals. I know there's a lot of pride in that local, uh, and and I can I can hear the pride in your own voice. Uh, so I really appreciate uh, you being here on on the show and letting you know letting folks into your world. It's it's a, certainly been an education for us. Uh, congratulations again, Nathan. Really appreciate it. Chris, if I may, quick question for Nathan. Of course, of course. Um, Nathan, I had a buddy that came to D.C. and he I think he's a journeyman um, iron worker and he came up here because of Katrina. He was one of the guys who welded in the shipyards and that's some very, very serious welding. But all those operations stopped because of Katrina. So he came up here to find work. And how does that work for somebody who's in a different local in a different locale altogether traveling to the DMV looking for work? They just approach local five. All you do have to do is call and, and speak to somebody at the front desk, and we'd love to have you. Okay, I'll make sure that he gets in touch. His work, by the way, was phenomenal. He would do the welds. I was having him work on a frame for me and would not be satisfied with the welds and would grind them off. Just, he says, that's not a good weld. Grind it off. I said, wait a minute. This is not a Maserati. This is, this is a, a little cheap car. And... He was so proud of his work. So that's one of the things that I see in the iron workers, pride in their work. So this is something that you can pursue. If you're a listener thinking about pursuing this, it's available to you. Give Local 5 a call. Give WPFW a call. And we'll put you in touch with Chris. And Chris can put you in touch with Nathan. We'll make the connections happen. But we need you to connect to the station first and support the station by calling 202 588-9739. It's connecting the dots. If you're out of area, call toll-free on your landline at 800-222-9739. I'm asking again because these numbers appear to be stuck for the moment. We need some people to start calling so that we know you appreciate the work that we're getting in right now. Chris, thank you, sir. Absolutely. And Nathan Marriage, thank you so much. Keep up the great work, and congratulations to you and to Local 5. Thank you so much. I'd just like to thank Local 5 for giving me the opportunity to, to go out and do this and the international who put on this competition. And it's, it was a phenomenal experience. And I thank you for having me on. Thank Great. you. Say hello to President Eric Dean for us. <laughs> I will. Thank you.
All right. That's Nathan Marriage. He's a member of Ironworkers Local 5. They're based right here in the DMV. And Nathan was number one, top of the heap in the 2022 Outstanding Ironworkers Apprenticeship Competition. Thank you, Elise Bryant. And thanks, as always, to Michael Nacella and Kalia Chapman for engineering today. Everybody stay safe out there. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Your Rights at Work on WPFW 89.3 FM. Everybody stay safe. Thanks very much. Thank you.